For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Once you're complete, we're all growing, we're all evolving, right? But once you get to the most part of being complete, then your search begins. And now you're looking for someone to complement yes. what you've completed. Yes. You always search for the complement, not the complicator. Ooh, that's a good one. Throwing that on a t-shirt. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. Today, as always, I have a very special guest for you. But this one in particular is uh, really special to me because she was one of the first people who got me into podcasting and, and made the idea go from fun to actually reality. And here we are today. So it's it's me paying homage and it's very fitting that she's here. Um, she is a 32-year-old uh, jack of all trades and, and a master of all. Let me just give you the rundown real quick, the resume. So we'll start with just HBIC, right? I mean, this girl again. So we have model, actress, CEO, We'll talk about the companies and then a fellow podcaster, which is Girl, We Got This. It's on all podcast platforms. You got to check it out. We'll give you the Instagram handles all below so you can make sure that you follow her. Um, but nonetheless, I am extremely grateful that she's here. I'm grateful for all that she's shown me along the way and taught me. And uh, she is just as beautiful on the inside as she is the outside. So without further ado, Miss Letitia Rowe. That was the best intro ever. Word? Okay, yeah, cool. low key. I was like, that's yeah, me. Yeah, that's you. That's me. That's you. I appreciate you. Hey, Thank you. I, uh, before we get into it again, um, seriously, you you like really, you, you've been my mentor. You've been like my role model. Like what would Letitia do in this whole, um, you know, with a lot of things in life, but mainly like this profession, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a lot. So You've always been there for me. I'm always like nervous to text you or call you to ask a question because I'm like, she's hella busy, <laughs> but like, I need to know this. And I'm only, always only here, dude. Always. So, um, so yeah, but today we're going to, um, we're going to get into some, some pretty cool stuff, mm -hmm. uh, all things relationships. And <sighs> as I title the episode, um, you're single for a reason, uh, here are the relationship hacks. But before we get into that, um, my intro was good. Do you want to add any more background? I mean, you pretty much nailed it. I'm... I'm a small town girl. I'm from Gardner, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up there. I also was an athlete. I think that's a big part of my life. I literally was a tomboy. I slept with my basketball. I used to <laughs> wake up at 6 a.m. before school to go play basketball every yeah. morning. I got a scholarship and went to college in Florida. Yeah. Hooped there for four years, blew up my knee, and then mm -hmm. I started modeling. Right. So the paths have changed. I've, yeah. we've li I've lived in Miami and South Africa and New York. Yeah. Went to Atlanta for five years, mm -hmm. got into an interesting relationship there, and then that ended, and now I'm here in L.A. Right, so, and it's almost two years. We yeah, just almost, found out. almost two years. It's yeah. wild. And I, I brought my hat company here, too, because I have a hat yeah. company called Tress. Mm -hmm. Tressforus.com. I designed a hat for us, for our curly hair, for our texture to protect us. I'm and, getting there, by the way. Yeah, I got you. In a couple, I got maybe a like hats. a year more. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's me. For sure. Yeah. And we met, uh, as I'm doing the math, we met like right when you got here. Literally. Or maybe you were like in transition. I think moving. I had just found my apartment okay. here because I, when I first moved, I stayed with my sister. 
Yeah. And then I found an Airbnb and then I wanted to find like the spot, you know, in LA apartment hunting is a thing. For sure. And I booked the job and that's how we met. Right. Okay. We met on set. That's right. And you were looking. Wow. Okay. Man, time flies. It's crazy. Um, And, and, you know, I'm super grateful our past cross. I remember when I met you, um, there's just a different vibe. There's a different energy is Mm -hmm. probably the better word. I remember um, being like, man, this girl, like, she's just so dope. Like, you you know, you meet models and they just kind of do modeling Mm -hmm. and or like some whatever job. Mm -hmm. But you had like your company, you had your other company, Blue Hazel, you were rolling with too for a while. And you were just doing stuff. We're talking about acting and commercials. And I just remember leaving like, I need to get my shit together like <laughs> damn like i mean modeling's cool I, I you know blessed to do it full time and everything but i could be doing more and here we are yeah um so i'm super excited about this episode so let's let's kind of get excited. into it so again all things relationships uh if you don't mind telling the people and the fellas watching uh what your current situation is i'm single okay i am very single um okay. i was actually a quarantine breakup i had a quarantine breakup Let's talk about it. A COVID-19 breakup. Man, Facts. that's the first I've heard of that. <laughs> Which I'm sure there's a lot. You, you oh, I know a there's a lot. Oh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm single and okay. I'm happily single actually cool. now. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that because there's happily married, yes. happily single. Yeah. Uh, for some people, there's happily divorced. <laughs> but Honestly, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, okay, a little bit more background about your relationship dating situation. Mm-hmm. Um, longest relationships um uh hardest slash maybe worst relationship which in turn obviously would be your biggest lesson yes um let's talk about that a little bit so i want to start by saying everything is happening for you and not to you Mm. and once you can literally take that in as a woman as a man the relationships ideas and the endings and the heartbreaks and the breakup things start changing in your head for sure it starts changing so you know I had a couple long relationships. I'm a relationship girl. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah, like I'm not a single type. Like I'm not Same. the dating type. I like being in relationships. Yeah. And that goes back to my childhood and my codependency and a lot of these things that I'm uncovering now. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I had that high school sweetheart for five years. I had another relationship in my 20s for five and a half years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So two relationships, 10 plus years. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Wow. Okay. And then I just had another relationship that I was really in love with for sure. seven months. You know what I mean? Sure. So, you know, they were all hard and complicated in its own aspects. I would say the relationship in my 20s was the most life changing and the mm. most, oh, I learned so much about myself. Thank you for saying yourself. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. 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 About men mm. i learned so much about humans i learned so much about business i learned so much about money i learned so much about okay. career i learned so much about other people that are very successful i learned so much about it was like Everything. a course now when i look back at it i'm like you were Damn, school that was in session yeah i was really in session <laughs> but those are the best i yes. mean at the end of the day like no one wants to go through heartbreak no, no one wants to go through financial struggles no. or anything along those lines. But again, if you can just channel your mindset to know, okay, it's happening uh, for me, not to me, right? And it's happening for a reason. Let's try to gather as much information as we can on our way out Mm -hmm. to not make the same mistake twice and we'll get into all that. But um, so you're single today. Yes. uh, And I mean, I don't know if people can date during COVID. I I don't really know what's going on, but either way, (laughs) COVID or no COVID, uh, I was single there for a while and uh the struggle's real and the 
it's just hard out here. Yeah, it's hard out here. I think you know a lot has to do with uh, with society and in 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 our attention spans or lack thereof. You know, everyone uh, thanks to social media goes mm-hmm. off of the grass is greener on the other side, and you know the uh, there's something better out there for me mentality. Mm. And, and there's something, you know, it's like you can sometimes just miss a really good thing right in front of you because you're not present. And I think that's the big problem in, in our dating um, situation in our society is you're just not present. We're so far ahead yes. and we're not enjoying the moment. And then only until hindsight later on, we find out that, you know, damn, I could have, would have, should have done that yes. instead of looking so far. So if you want to piggyback off that, just again, how the struggle's real and how, yeah. And, and maybe why you think it is. So I also want to say the struggle is real, but it's only a struggle if you think of it as a struggle. Because when I first started dating after like my long relationship of five years, I was like, what the f-? <laughs> Yeah, People are on dating apps. I've never had to be on right. a dating app. So okay. I turned, I'm a 30 year old woman. Like I work. So like I'm yeah. busy. So I'm not out and about. And my homegirl was like, yo, you got to get on the app. Yeah. So obviously I get on Raya, like the LA dating app. And I'm like, I didn't know what that is. It's, like, no it's, worries. It was a, it was a dope experience. Raya's like a membership. You got to get referred in type oh, okay. of thing. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know what it was until like one of my homegirls was like, yo, can you get me in? It's like a thing. I'm like, what? Yeah. What do you mean it's a thing? I need a plug. I had no idea about wow. dating apps. And okay. it was such a weird experience. And I'm yeah. like, I was doing it when I was bored. Sure. And it was a struggle because I'm like, what am I doing? It's like a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, swiping, swiping. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. a struggle for me because I'm sure. a very in-person person. You know that Absolutely. like- Absolutely an energy in the field but like i was new to la i didn't know what was going on i wasn't out and about i wasn't partying plus you're busy yes and i'm more i work so i was like let me try this dating app thing so yeah that was a struggle then i made it fun then i was like i'm not gonna make this a struggle i'm gonna have fun with it yeah 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 i'm gonna enjoy it so i have fun with it for a minute and then i got actually in a relationship off the dating oh off it okay all right okay i did now let me ask you this. So when it comes to getting into a relationship, right, everyone's mindset is is different. And mm-hmm. I think for me, my personal experience before I got into one, um, now in hindsight, I realized I kept taking the same old me mm. into a new relationship with a new person and somehow, some way thinking that I was going to get a new result. Again, with the same me coming in. I know that feeling. Hindsight is everything. I realize that now. I owe a lot of my exes a lot of apologies. Mm-hmm. Episode, Me too. Uh, yeah, we should do that episode, yeah, you know, should. for another day. Uh, a letter to our exes. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and, and I just remember thinking like, kind of like what you said about the dating app, how it's like a video game. I just kept being like, you know, I'm playing the game, game over, next game. <laughs> yes. playing the game, game over, next. And I yeah. kept replacing these women as if they were like avatars in a game. And I'm mm. like, this isn't okay. And then I sat down and I thought like, why do I keep getting the same result? Every single relationship that like if I sat down all my exes at a round table and said, go ahead, roast Justin, they'd all have the same negative things to say about me. And I'm like, what does that say about me? Everyone is so quick to do this, to point the Mm -hmm. finger, right? Then I started to point the finger at myself before my relationship now, which is obviously my wife. Thank God. Yes. So uh, beautiful. But I realized so much that when you get started in in a relationship, you can't have that, right? Because Mm -hmm. then you're going to start attracting the same old situation, the same old guy, the same old girl. Mm -hmm. And as we talked earlier, it's a, it's about, you can almost in a sense control what you want to attract. So let's talk about that. (sighs) Patterns are real. Yes. Patterns are so real. And everything you said is so true. Yeah. 
every relationship starts with the relationship you have with yourself. Mm. But the young Justin and the young Letitia, we didn't know no better then. You know what I mean? So yeah. now I'm learning to be gentle with myself because when I look at the old me, I'm over here thinking like, damn, girl, you weren't finished with that relationship. Like, sure. It was still in you. You didn't heal from it. You didn't let go. You didn't yeah. learn everything you needed to do. Mm. And now in hindsight, I'm finding, like you said, man, I wish every mother man <laughs> sat at the table and looked at themselves yeah and had the idea of their exes looking at them yeah because you're literally just going through people and the more you go through people the more you're hurting people the more you're scarring people sure because you haven't done the work it's not fair and it's sad yeah but we're evolving and we're human and we're mm. learning mm. and to sit here and be like yo i did up a couple times yeah there's a lot of men that i devoured on my healing journey sure and I do apologize. <laughs> but at the end of the day now, being a woman that has grown, that has have worked on herself and still working on herself, yeah. I find small wins. And mm. I, I now reward, reward myself because, yeah, my last relationship didn't work. But I remember going in and being like, damn, this is what I want. Yeah. But I, wasn't, I knew I wasn't ready. And I specifically told him mm. when he asked me to be his girlfriend, I was like, just be patient with me because I'm still healing. Like, I'm under construction. Yes. Yeah. But not everybody can hold space for you under construction. Mm, preach. You know, not everybody can hold space. So I was proud of myself for being vulnerable sure. with the man that I just met. And I learned that not everybody can do that. So yeah. it's and, the and, truth. And you figured out trial and error. Yeah, right? you have at, to at the end live of the day, and learn. And you're going to learn a lot, as I, as I told you, when we talked about um, during your, you know, your breakup, how, look, you win some, you lose some. Yes. Not anymore. Yes. You win some and you learn some. Learn. And even while you're in it, you can learn a lot. You can learn a lot about that person. So you're you're very vulnerable coming mm -hmm. into that relationship. Yes. You know, as I said, you're under construction. And you got to be careful with not only in life who you give your energy mm. to, but especially in those vulnerable moments. Because they can do some serious damage. Yes. And God forbid, cause some trauma. And then yes. it's a whole other situation for the next guy who it's not even his fault. And then for you to unravel too. Exactly. There's a, there's a good quote I, I want to read to you. Uh, I just read it today, actually. So in relationships, um, after your breakup, it says, cry, forgive, learn, and move on. Mm. Let your tears water the seeds of your future happiness. Mm. Cry, forgive, learn, move on. Mm. And let your tears from all the crying water the seeds of your future happiness. But that's the thing. If we, and this is in hindsight, right? But if we can remember that, on those rainy days yes. when we're crying and we're sad and he broke up with me or she blah, 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 or you know, he cheated or she cheated. You just have to try to find that light, find that positive mindset and just say, look again, let's get it all out. Cause a lot of people, I think, you know, the best way to get over someone is get under someone. A lot of people just mm -mm. like out of sight, out of mind, they shove it under the rug. And then all of a sudden relationship after relationship, failure after failure, you're wrong. You can't shove anything under it anymore. Yeah. And the next person that comes sees you got all that stuff under your rug. It's going to be written all over you. And you mm -hmm. think it's not. Can I just say one thing? That, yeah. that needs to be the breakup mantra. That quote needs to be the big breakup mantra. For sure. I yeah. felt all of those things. Mm. But it's easier said than done. And when you're in it, sometimes you don't see the light. Sometimes you're, I mean, I was depressed. Yeah. I remember I was depressed and I got super low. And I was like losing it. I was crying and I couldn't see the light. So yeah. 
have that mantra, that quote that you just said, Justin, yeah, everybody needs to have it. that heartbreak mantra and like just repeat that when they're going through because that is one of the toughest. Yeah. Heartbreak is one of the worst feelings I've ever yeah, experienced. For sure. You know, there's a there's a metaphor about maybe you've heard it, um, but I translate it into, you know, breakups. Mm -hmm. It's a little boy and a father and the little boy has a really bad temper and the father's trying to help him out with it. And he says, look, every time you explode and you have a really bad temper moment, I want you to take a nail and when you take a hammer, go out in the back and start nailing that nail into the fence. And then so he does this and the next day he loses it. It's going to be another nail. Weeks mm -hmm. go by, months go by and he's got all these nails in this fence, right? Now he starts to work on it. He's, he's, he's found a guide or some, some solutions and he's starting to fix the issue. So the father says, once you fix that issue, I want you to go back to the fence and I want you to take out that nail every time you, you have a good day mm -hmm. and you have no temper. Here's the problem though. Here's where it comes full circle. Oftentimes, those holes can never be filled again. Yes. So those holes may be there forever. Yes. When someone breaks your heart, mm -hmm. male, female, whatever the situation is, they're taking that hammer and that nail and they're putting it into your heart. And even when they leave, they may remove that nail, but the hole may still be yes. there. But it is up to us yes. and only us. It's not even their responsibility. Even though they caused the damage, it's not up to them anymore. Thanks for coming out. I'll take it from here. It is up to us to finally either fill those holes or just accept that they can't, yeah. but keep it moving. The heart is big enough. The mind is big enough. You know, you're, you're evolving and you're growing enough to know that, you know, one little uh, mistake that you made or he or she made, it's, it, it doesn't, it's a moment, yes. right? It's not, it's not a permanent thing. It's, it's temporary. a temporary thing. Yeah. But that analogy really got me because I was like, wow, like you don't understand. You're actually leaving some scars behind with people yeah you know so be careful how you treat women be careful how you treat men yes you I mean, have to karma's a real thing it is <laughs> yo that's i believe in that yeah it's a whole nother subject but you know so be mindful of that but again at the end of the day knowing that only you can replace those holes and you can kind of do, do the own patchwork yeah right, you're responsible for that and and i think a lot of it comes down to again you taking those lessons not losses lessons why did this happen mm -hmm. right do like an inventory checklist yes. on you before you get into the next relationship do i have enough uh uh positive you know mantras and affirmations in the closet mm -hmm. like right do, do i have enough like uh issues with solutions next to them in the closet like do an inventory check yeah have the tools yeah i mean what you what you put in is what you get out and you'd want the same thing in return from mm -hmm. whoever you're dating mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of people don't do that. Again, a lot of people are so selfish, yes. you know, and they're like, it's not me, it's them. Yeah. And that point the finger, yes. you know, mindset. I also want to add to that too. Yeah. Like we have to take responsibility for self mm. and also responsibility for the point that we allowed that person to affect us the way it affected us. Yes. We gave them the power to make us feel this low and this sad and this angry because you're the only person that has control over your feelings. For sure. So in love that's natural yeah it's you know it's inevitable but like when you can get into this clear mind yeah i gave him the power to hurt me mm. i gave him the power to do this there's some things that we didn't give him power to and it just happened to happen us but there are some things that we allowed to so sure taking responsibility for you know the entirety of it all sometimes yeah. there's sometimes that there's you shouldn't take responsibility for some things i agree with that but there's some things where it's like no i knew better I should have left. For sure. You know, I allowed this to happen to me. So I'm going to take responsibility. Now I'm going to learn. So my, my question to piggyback off that is, is how do we prevent the same mistakes from happening? Right. How do we attract Mr. Right and Mrs. Right? Well, look, I'm going to be 100 with you. I don't yeah. know because I haven't attracted that okay. yet. Okay. All right. I'm going to be 100. Well, for someone 
here who's married. Yes. Uh, <laughs> allow me to, uh, to, to try to give my opinion and my, yes. and my two cents. So again, once I, I uh, you know, metaphorically speaking, sat down all my exes at the round table and, and did my inventory check on what didn't work in my relationships, mm-hmm. what continues to be a failure in my relationships, I started to dig. I took a hard look in the mirror and I remembered something that uh, a complete stranger gave me advice in the form of a question. I know we talked about this earlier when um, I was at the hospital, my daughter was born and he asked me, um, are you going to be the man you mm-hmm. want your daughter to marry? So I, I, I always kept that in the forefront. But, you know, we get busy. Life happens and yeah. you forget things. You forget your mantras. Right. And your affirmations. And so but I, I, I rekindled that thought and I was like, right now, today, this is so I'm 30 years old after my last re- my ex. I'm like, no. I am not the God help my daughter if she ever finds someone like mm-hmm. me because as much good as I had and that I knew I had, I had a lot of flaws and I had a lot of baggage and yes. I had a lot of things I needed to fix. So I started to dig deep. And it's something that I think a lot of men are really hesitant, you know, because the ego, yeah. right? I, I always say- uh, It's a powerful thing. You know, m- men have a certain E word and women have a certain E yes. word. So men have ego, women have emotions. Yes. And Ooh, what happens? that's a good one. Come on now. What happens? You just you just clash yeah. every time, right? The ego and the emotions, and, and you can't ever get on the same page. So I thought I need to check my ego at the door, right? I need to start doing some some inner self work to figure out this didn't work. As much as I tried to fit this square peg in a round hole, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Set let that go, right? I started to read books. I started to figure out like what's going to work for me. So as, as we talked about, um, you know the 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 five love languages, right? Yes. So the five love five love languages for men is on a whole another level. Ooh. Like this really I was like, oh, I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, like so many times as I'm reading Mind this book. Blown. For yeah. sure. Uh, and then again, five love languages. This is for for men and women. That's a necessity to lie. But the as I call Bible of relationships. Yeah, I gotta get this. Is attached. This book goes over three attachment styles again most men are avoidant he's not calling me back he won't answer my texts most women are anxious girl well he's not responding and what am i supposed to do and should i call him should i text right and then the unicorns out there who are secure is the three uh you know in in the the total uh, attachment styles but this book as i self-diagnose there's a quiz in here it's really cool it gives you a diagnosis it turns out that i am like 70% 70% avoidant, mm. 20% anxious, and then 10% secure. Yes. Secure is like the goal. Yeah. That's the, as they metaphor it uh, as um, an anchor, mm. right? So my anchor was like <laughs> not what it needed to be. So anyway, so I started to dig. I started to do some research and I started to figure out, you know, um, what can I do? Like, I, and I always like, you know, we talked about manifesting and law of attraction and stuff too. And I always said, the next one, after my last relationship, I said, the next one is going to be the one. And I want to put that out there in the universe. But mm. I knew I had to do my part. Yes. So I started to dig. I started to dig. I tried to make sure that my must-have list was in check. But then my must-not-have list was mm. like at the forefront. Mm-hmm. So a little bit about this, and, and you can hop in, is that when you're in your early 20s, mid-20s, early 30s even... You know, a lot of men and women have this fantasy world of, you know, my must have got to be tall, got to be handsome, got to be five foot six as a girl, you know, brown, whatever the case is. Right. But then as you get older and you you trial in there and you go through it, you're like, actually, I just hope they have a really good job. 
I hope that they're stable. <laughs> I hope that they love themselves. Yes. I hope that they're spiritually in tune. And I hope that they don't leave when the shit hits the fan. Yes. That's, that's the must. Like, that's the list you need to focus it. on. That's it. Let's talk about it. You know, I was never a list girl. Oh, which wow. is a bad okay. thing and a good thing, I think. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I never wrote lists down. I'm a I'm a heart person. When I get connected, I'm in it. Like okay, that's just you love heart. That's yeah, the Aquarius in you. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's it's facts. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I've learned that no, it's okay to have lists. It's okay yeah. to have desires because without having that, I never knew what I wanted. Mm. So I was just attracting whatever that was attracted to me. And I attract sure. things. Yeah. So like I was just like this, you know what I mean? I'm looking mm-hmm. over my shoulders and I'm attracting and then I get into something that I'm like, I didn't want this. Yeah. So now as a grown ass woman, mm. I'll never forget. Yeah. Like l- last year I went to Laguna Beach, my favorite place, Hotel Joaquin, and I wrote a list. I wrote actually it was two full pages. Wow. Of everything my heart desires in a man. Mm. I was like, I'm ready. Like, Love this. I'm ready for him. You know, because okay. I was doing the work. I was yeah. healing. I was going through a lot of things and releasing a lot of things. Yeah. Lo and behold, now in hindsight, I still had a lot of things I had to work on and release. Sure. sure. But in my head then, I was like, I'm ready, which yeah. was only, it was last year. Yeah. So I wrote a list of everything I wanted in a man. Mm-hmm. I didn't write the list of everything I didn't want in a man. Okay. And that's the key. <laughs> that's the key. Look, the, the more clear you are, on if anyone takes anything from this little bit of the episode is just be clear on your deal breakers Mm -hmm. it's as simple as that it is right what works for someone may not work for you yes and that's okay yes own that please own it let that person know hey this is a hard line for me this is a deal breaker i'm letting you know don't take it as a threat yes i'm just giving you a heads up and And you can do the same for me please do it for me let me know please have boundaries because boundaries are the only way this is gonna work if there's a future Yes. Please create boundaries and be honest and upfront. Yeah. 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 So, so John, the next one, I'm going I'm to be doing all that. Right. But I'm glad you had that list, yeah, you know, and, 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 and definitely get clear on your deal breaker list, your boundary yes. list. You know, a lot of people, I mean, you know, everyone is so quick to have that uh, materialistic, you know, uh, pretentious list. But it's like, hey, I want to know what your hard no's mm-hmm. are. I want to know where you draw the mm-hmm. line because that's going to help me. Right. Yes. Be able to be with you, et cetera. Yes. But the only way you know is if you work on yourself, yes. which is, is obviously what we're doing. But speaking of working on ourselves, which is, is the common one of the common themes that be here today is um, I'm guilty of this. I know we talked about this. I know you are, too. You admitted mm-hmm. that people often try to fill voids with other people. Yes. And that's it's I mean, we're all guilty. Yes, we it. are. I mean, are. hell, I might still do it today. You yeah, know, I got you know, I got a lot better, but. I, I had a session with my uh, my therapist mm-hmm. and, you know, I was just being honest with him. I said, look, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm asking of my wife that, you know, she's able to do initially, but it's not long term. It's mm-hmm. not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It comes and goes. And he was asking me a couple more questions just along the lines of like, well, OK, well, you know, what is it that makes you happy? It took me like I'm on the call and I'm silent for like three full minutes, which is a long time. And I'm like, huh. I never really yeah. thought about that. Mm-hmm. He goes, what is it going to take to make you happy and to give you what you want out of life? Wow. Not your partner, life. And I was like, huh. It's powerful. <laughs> I was like, just shocked. And it's, it's, you would think it's such an easy yeah. answer. It's like someone says, hey, you win the lottery. What's the first thing you're buying? You got a list. Yeah. Hey, what's going to make you happy in life? Mm. Uh, and you. 
not you and this person or you and it's you only you yes that can understand that oh that can gosh. figure that out so i started thinking i was like he goes so what are you asking of her and i was giving him a couple of examples and he goes but that's in your department mm. huh okay well here's an, well what about this nope that's uh that's you yes and basically he chalked it up and, and he said look he said it's not fair to them to ask them of these expectations yes and these wants and these needs that only you can fulfill for yourself, right? Oof, that's a whole gem. He said, you have to be enough for yourself, mm -hmm. right? No one can complete you. Mm. The goal should be everyone pay attention. <laughs> this is getting It's good. coming. Everyone pay attention right now. The goal should be work on your craft, create you as, as beautifully and as best as you can, mm -hmm. And then once you're complete, we're all growing, we're all evolving, right? But once you get to the most part of being complete, then your search begins. And now you're looking for someone to complement yes. what you've completed. Yes. You always search for the complement, not the complicator. Ooh, that's a good one. Throwing that on a t-shirt. Ooh. But, and that's the thing is like, unless we do the work ourselves, yeah. I'm over here asking you to do something that I should have been mm -hmm. done by myself, for myself a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It's not your fault. And I'm sorry. Yeah. So I, I hang up from the therapy session. I'm hyped. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like oh. I found the key to yeah. the, the locked door with yeah. 18 locks. I got the master key. Mm -hmm. I go upstairs. I'm like, bang. And she's cooking. She's like, what? What's, I, where, where'd you come from? I was like, I just talked to my therapist. And I was like hyped. And I told her, she started crying. Mm. I apologized to her. And I said, look, I'm sorry for asking you to do certain things for me wow. that only I could do for myself. Mm. She used to always tell me. I just got chills. Hey, I'm just happy I can talk about yeah. it, right? But she often, and this, this, is, uh, this is my my fault, she often used to say, I feel like I'm never enough for you. I feel mm. like I'm not good enough. Chill. Maybe I'm not worthy enough. I am Shay. M maybe you deserve more. And maybe I can't give you that, but we're married and I thought I could. And I said, I get it now. I wow. now understand. I said, now I'm going to go make my list, speaking of, and I'm going to write down what's going to take for me to be happy. What do I have to do for myself to be happy? Mm. This has nothing to do with you. You just sit back, enjoy the ride, and watch me evolve into the husband that you deserve. Because that's my responsibility. It is. Man, she cried. I cried. Oh. We hugged it out. Oh, and again, that makes me so happy. Can I just say there's so yeah. many of us that is Shay in that moment. Mm. I felt like that in so many spaces. Okay. But the man that I was dating isn't a Justin and mm. wasn't there yet and mm. wasn't in therapy or refused therapy. Yeah. So I was always confused in that feeling of not being enough. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. And and I mean, I was there too. Yeah. Right? And, and I mean, a lot of people are insecure, yes. right? Um, I don't want to stereotype, you know, men are more or less than women. No, no, no. no Everyone's insecure are. in their own right. 100%. And I remember being, in, again, in my ex, in my last relationship, um, and hopefully she'd admit this one day if she's evolved to this point, but yeah. she was really insecure. And she was asking me to do things for her that I'm like, I mean, I can definitely try. But in my head, I'm like, I know it's not going to last. Mm. Like, only you can do this. And mm -hmm. I said, insecure, it's in it's within it's in the word literally you know? and i'm like trying to lead a horse to water and they're just not drinking the water so yeah. i was like okay you know it's no longer serves me you gotta let it go mm -hmm. but again you know that sucks when you feel like you're not enough for that person when you try and you put in the blood the sweat yes. the tears and the time because that's the one thing we don't get back 
I can rebuild my heart. You can rebuild your mindset. Mm -hmm. We can rebuild ourselves. We can get back in shape. We got relationship weight on us. Shake that off. But you can't get time back. Mm -mm. So when you put in all this time and you're like, I still feel like I'm not enough. So note to self, anyone, if you're in that situation, in that relationship, as you said, you've been in there in the past, it is not so much you. It's that person hasn't asked themselves that question. What makes me happy? What is it going to take to make me happy? And then let me knock that out the park and now I'm coming correct because I used earlier as being single as the struggle is real, mm-hmm. but the struggle just got that much easier. So much easier. Because now I know who I am. I know what I want. I know what it's going to take. I know how to love myself. And guess what? Because I know all the above, here you go. If you want to date Justin, I got it all written yep. out for you. Here's yep. the answers to the yep. test. Just take the test. But can we highlight the work it took to get here where you are? Let's talk about that process. You know what I mean? It's a process and it's work and it's having the strength to look in the mirror and be like yo bro yeah. you got a lot of work to do. yo Latisha, you got a lot of work to yeah. do yeah and then start with a therapist so mm. many people especially men i've yes. dated so many men ego that will refuse therapy yo i had one dude say ego he was like well we can go to therapy but i'm not gonna go to therapy i said excuse me like he wanted to go oh. to couples therapy but mm. not singular therapy and i go but we both have to work on ourselves yeah separately <laughs> and together you just think i'm the problem you just think i just Oh, God. You know what I mean? So it takes a lot of strength to do sure. that work and vulnerability yeah. to get there. And I'm so f-ing proud of you and Thank happy you. for both of you because that. that takes a lot of work on both ends. Yeah. And it gave me chills because that's the beauty of love. Breaking down and being like, yo, I f***ed up. Here yeah. it is. And it's and, okay. Yeah. And to her to accept you and understand Man. you and you guys literally just continue. That was a moment. Not giving up on each other and yeah. like, but doing the f- work doing yeah. the work and putting everything else down be like yo yeah. this is me i need to fulfill me yeah i'm there now and it's a beautiful thing yeah. you know uh kobe said this in his retirement uh or sorry his jersey retirement speech uh he gave a whole speech about his career and accolades and then he talked to you know the girls rest his soul and he said uh to my daughters he said i want you guys to know that all those early mornings I used to wake up to practice and to train and to work out and to do rehab and therapy and all those long nights and early mornings, he said, that's a part of the process. And the process is actually the most beautiful part. The journey is actually the most beautiful part of it all. But see, a lot of people just focus on the end of the road, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people on social media, like, I want this. It's like, okay, cool. Well, if you want this, just so you know, there's like a 3,700 page curriculum on how to get this. It's not, it just doesn't appear. You got to put the work in, you got to put the time in. So that moment that Shay and I had in our kitchen about my bad, I'm sorry, I apologize. I love you. It is not about you. I have to get this together. Stop thinking you're not enough because you are. We took that brick because it was a huge brick and we just put that on top of our current Mm. foundation that we're building. But a lot of other, you know, things that I realized in in part of my self work is, (laughs) and my therapist was quick to remind me, he, he always goes, Justin, it's back to your childhood. Yeah. It's back to your childhood. Oh, yes, it is. And all this childhood trauma that, I, it's funny, the word trauma, I, I never really used. I mean, I, I've, we've all had our fair share of, um, you know, our, our relationship with our parents growing yeah. up and no one had it easy and, and everyone had their own problems, but I never, you know, attached the word trauma to it. But it's a real thing. Childhood trauma is a real thing. And, and what he often, he's often told me, he said, you know, a lot of times what you're asking of Shay is actually something that you were asking of your mom. Mm. So you want Shay to be your mom in, in a yeah. sense. Uh, one example, and then I'll let you get into it. During quarantine, 
as we all learned a lot about ourselves, yeah. let alone when you live with your significant other, right? Mm-hmm. Shay's working from home and I wasn't modeling and I was in the works with all this stuff, but I had a lot of time on my hands and I'm like, you know, she's in the other room trying to get some privacy and get some stuff done. I'm like, babe, come, come entertain me, you know, like come sit with me, at least just work next to me. I just want to be with you. And she's like, babe, I work better solo on my own. Can you understand that? And I was like, I used to get mad. I'm like, you work too much. And mm. I, here's crazy to, now that I hear myself, God, she's a saint. I said, I don't like the way you work. And I told her that. I don't like the way you work. She goes, what? Listen to yourself. I said, I don't. You know, like, like a little like kid, a like I'm pouting. Yes. I don't like the way you work. What do you mean? I said, well, I wouldn't work that way. And she's like, this isn't your job. I'm not telling yeah. you how to model. Long story short, Oof. I realized that I used to be so sad and upset that my mom, being a single mom, bless her heart, would not really be there with me at mm-hmm. home. So I'm like, who's there to entertain me? No one's there to entertain me. So now I'm asking my wife, you know, some 25 odd years later, do what my mom could never do yes. today. Yes. What? We but again, thank that. God I did this work. But I want to talk to you about a little bit about this and about your childhood. Yeah. Um, you could use the word trauma or not, but yeah. maybe with your dad or yeah. your parents. You know, childhood trauma is a thing. And once you get to that level of healing, yeah. you'll start doing the shadow work. And the shadow work is all in the child. Mm. So when you go back and you really start unraveling things, like, you know, I have my mom and dad with me. I thought I have five siblings, big family. Yeah. I thought I had a great family. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I'm like, Holy Now that you're shit. older. It was a lot of things that weren't okay. Curtains and veils. But we didn't know any better. We only know what we're taught. Sure. So we carry on these things that we've experienced, traumas, whatever you want to call it, for the rest of our lives until we go back and heal it. So me and my dad, that was my that was my right hand man. That Mm. was my dude. I love that man. I still love my father to death. He was my coach. Mm. He was hard. He was very critical. We had this very toxic relationship, my dad and I. Okay. He was a hard coach. He would yell at me. He would mm. be crazy. And then I like I had a book and I would write how much I hated him. Wow. Because of sports. Sure. Athletic. And I was so competitive and I wanted to be the best and I wanted to prove myself to him. Yeah. My oldest sister, she we both hooped and she was so good. And wow. I was never that good. Okay. So I always had to like do better and like prove myself. And I always felt never enough. Mm. So now as a mm. woman, mm. you could ask the old Letitia. What do you want in a man? Like one of the biggest things that attract me to men is intelligence and smart. Like that's what I'm attracted to. Like okay. intelligence really like, whoa, is like it blows my mind. Sure. And I'm like, why? Because my dad was always my coach. Hmm. So in essence, I was looking for a man to kind of coach me or to help okay. me or to allow his intelligence to teach me. Yeah. But I'm smart. Mm. I'm intelligent. Mm. I don't need yeah. A man to coach a grown ass woman, yeah. Letitia. But because you're so conditioned to yes. that, and you, you, without maybe yes. subconsciously realizing, yes. you de- were dependent yes. on that. And I was, and that's what yeah. I was used to. I was, we oftentimes attract our fathers until yeah. we we heal that wound. Same you know for what I mean? And mothers. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the same thing. So I'm always, I was, I found myself when I look back in a lot of my relationships, I was always trying to prove myself. Mm. I never felt enough. And I was like, oh, but I'm doing all the things. Like I'm doing everything. Yeah, Are, yeah. You don't see me? Yeah. Like you can't, there was so many times where I was like, literally like not taking care of myself and taking care of him. Right. And I'm like, and he still doesn't see me. Mm. The sense of not being seen from your partner is literally like That's trauma in itself. Yes. It's trauma in itself. Yes. So, yeah. you know, I love my father. He taught me, like we said, 
trauma is a trauma. There's a lot of great things that we got in our childhood as well. Sure. But when you're wondering why these things keep happening, these old patterns you want to break, mm. you have to go through the, the shit. You're like, oh, yeah. I am in another toxic relationship because <laughs> I'm used to this. It's familiar. Yeah. This is how me and me, my dad, and I love my dad to death. And sure. guess what? I love those men to death too. Sure. Like sure. my ex, I still love him. To, like I love, I have so much love, love for, for him. him. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And I still love him. Like, and, and I'm still working out with my therapist because I'm like, mm. why do I still even want him? Yeah. And I know it's not good for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's not. I know he has a lot more work to do. I know sure. I have a lot more work to do. But I can be straight up like mm. sometimes you have to let it go even if it's not good for you, even if you love it. Mm. And yeah. that is one of the hardest things I've experienced as a grown-ass yeah. woman. Like I love him. Yeah. And letting that go, there's yeah. still some days where I'm like, I think about him. Well, you love him so much, you can let him go. Yes. Right? And I had to. And that yeah. is something only grown healed yeah and listen but listen you you correct me if i'm wrong because a a part of the process a lot of people don't understand is in forgiving someone yeah it's not about them no when you forgive someone it has nothing to do with them Mm. it's for you yes and also when you start to forgive yourself Mm -hmm. that's like on a whole nother level of self-care, yes. self-love, and you will prevent you from making the same mistake yeah. or attracting the same old sad situation. But you said something about your dad that I I, I think I, I'm picking up what you're putting down as I pick up this book. Uh-huh. Let me guess, one of your main love languages, right? Because there's five. Mm-hmm. Is it words of affirmation? Yes, now. So in your childhood, all you wanted, correct me whenever yeah. if I'm wrong, all you ever wanted from your dad was, I'm proud of you. Yes. Good job. Yes. Right? The positive, yes. not so much the the criticism, mm-hmm. right? Even though it's constructive and, yes. you know, he was looking out for you, to, he had right. good intentions. Yeah. But words of affirmation for you is probably huge because you lacked it yes. your entire life. <sighs> it's powerful. And as a woman now, you know what's crazy though? Mm. So because of men that I've dated in my past. Yeah. They would always give me gifts, right? And I thought that's what I loved. So I dated a different type of men in my past where like they would give me gifts and I thought that was my love language. Mm. So now with this last relationship that I had for seven months, yeah, I thought my love language was, was still gifts. Sure. But being with him, I was like, this isn't my love language anymore. And I'm realizing it now through my healing, like yeah. no words of affirmation. Yeah. I needed him to touch me and hug me and hold me like, sure. That is actually, Touch. and I told yeah. him the wrong thing. So it was, it's, it was my fault. I didn't, I was still undiscovered of myself. Yeah. Yeah. You and by I the mean? way, your, your love languages can change. Yeah. They're always I evolving. Mean, and, they're and, always and changing. Here's primarily when that happens. It, it usually happens when you're with the right person. Yes. My love language, my, Ooh. my receiving was always gifts. My mom, bless her heart with all due respect, bought her love for me. Mm-hmm. I used to get, you know, if I got a good grade in a test, she'd get me a new pair of shoes. Yes. If I did good at my basketball game, she'd give me a new PlayStation game, yeah. you know. But that's how she was raised. Mm. And that's how her parents, and it's a lineage thing. It's all lineage. And so, it's you know, not to segue or get off track a little bit, but I, once my love language has changed per se, and now they they we work beautifully together with our love languages, still work in progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, like, bottom of the list love language is touch. That's her number one. Mm. But I was never shown affection. Yeah. Um, crazy enough, <laughs> my, my therapist, because I asked him, I said, 
okay, my number one love language, because myself is words of affirmation. That's what I need from my partner. And he said, yeah, because you never got that from your parents. Okay. But I never got affection from my parents, but I don't seek that. Mm -hmm. Why? And I don't have the answer. And and, you know, if you know, that's fine too. I'm still trying to figure it out. But again, I'm like, that's really interesting. Um, But sometimes you, when we don't receive things, we don't ever know how it feels. So why would we want it? Right. We've right. never experienced it. We don't know how it feels. So yeah. why would you want something you don't know? Right. You don't. You don't know what you're missing. It's like starting this podcast. It. Yeah. You don't know. What you, you wouldn't it, have known how incredible and invigorating it was to your soul until yeah, you started it. Exactly. Unless you try. Yeah. For sure. So this is a good segue. Yeah. Uh, speaking of trying. So when you try to start dating, and but you're under construction. Yes. Again, you're vulnerable at yes. this moment. And and you're like, well, I'm not going to be single forever. You don't know unless you try. Mm-hmm. Let me get out there, mm-hmm. right? They're not just going to be special delivered like Amazon to your door, right? <laughs> but you got to be careful when you're vulnerable. Yes. And you have to be careful when you're in a construction. Yes. Because that's when the Mr. and Mrs. manipulator can come knocking on your door. And now they're with your little boxes that you have and what I need initially and to go on the next date or the next couple of dates or, you know. They start checking those boxes, mm-hmm. but it's like, don't fall for the trap, right? And and here's the thing. You got to be careful because they can, it sounds like your last relationship, when you are vulnerable, your, uh, your grandma mm-hmm. passed away, right? My grandpa, yeah. Sorry, your grandpa yeah. passed away. And you're like, uh, seems like a really great guy, but I just don't feel like this is the right time. But, you know, here he comes. And then you guys fell into your, your yes. world when your cycle that wasn't healthy and yes. everything that happened. Yes. And you just have to be careful that you don't fall for what you thought was the right person at the wrong time. time. Timing is everything. Yes. And I knew it, but I didn't want to let him go. So I take mm. responsibility in that because if I had enough strength at that time, which I didn't, I yeah. was very vulnerable. I lost my number one man of my life. Mm. I knew I needed time for myself. I needed, I, I needed space, right. but he couldn't receive that. Right. He needed me like he yeah. and that's just how he was. And yeah. I was like, I can't let him down. I put him his knees before mine, which you can't do. <sighs> yes. You know what I mean? And right. I was like, I just need some space. But there were so many times even where I was like, you know, I was like, hey, I just need a break. And he was mm. like, well, I don't believe in breaks. Mm. And I was like, OK, but I understand why, because he when we both have abandonment issues. Right. Yeah. He might not admit it, but I know him and I love him. I still love him. Sure. But, you know, I can tell you, like, I just wanted to break for a couple of days to get my shit together. I was off. I was dealing with so many things, but I wasn't in the sense of reality, in the the mindfulness where I could be like, Letitia, it's okay. He'll understand in a couple of days. Like, I just needed my time. But when you're vulnerable, you're weak. You're in the fog. You can't make right decisions. Like, you literally have to... And if that man loves you, guess what? He'll respect you. He'll and respect he'll your space. And he'll know what to do or yes. more importantly what not to do. And he'll know how to handle you. Yes. And you know, in hindsight, we both were literally people that were still evolving and growing and trying yeah. to make it work. And yeah. you know, he has stuff to work on. I had stuff to work on. Yeah. But in that vulnerable time, dude, yeah. you cannot make clear decisions. You don't mm. have the strength to hold boundaries. Your boundaries caved. Yes. You don't have strength to be honest and open and yeah. use your voice and because you're vulnerable and please take it slow. Mm. Stop rushing into relationships. Mm. Love takes time. If mm. this is your forever person, y'all got forever to go. Can't rush greatness. You can't rush. And I feel like 
some of my relationships in my life, they were just rushed. It's yeah. like this instant attraction, like, yeah. ooh, 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 we go and we're, be yeah. patient. Learn him. Mm. See the red flags. Yes. Let him learn you instead yeah. of just trying to mush. Yeah, I yeah. was mushing everything. Like sure. just, and I was like, yo, we didn't take the time to get to know each other. Right. Like on a deeper level. On that point, people will show you who they are. Yes. It's up to you yes, whether to or not you want to believe them. Mm. Right. Look at those red Preach. flags. Yes. Wave the red flag <laughs> yeah. to him to in front of you so that you both know this yeah. ain't it. This mm-hmm. ain't working. Mm-hmm. They will show you who they are. Yeah. You need to either believe it or don't. Yes. Because we can all live in the potential uh, fantasy, mm-hmm. right? Or versus reality mm-hmm. as we can talk about it. It's just smoothly rolled into transition. Yes. But because at the end of the day, stop focusing on the potential of someone. You can't. Because we all have potential. But it's one thing or, or another if we are going to live up to it or just keep knowing, yeah, I'll get there one day. Yes. I'll get there one day. Because how do you know if you should stay or should you go? How do you know what's fantasy versus reality? Yes. And you can't change a person. No. You cannot change him. You, you cannot change her. you shouldn't want to. No. Either. That's not our job. And I learned that about myself. I'm a yes. fixer. Yes. All my life since I was a child, I've been trying to fix. I try to fix things. Mm. That's not my job. Right. You know what my job is? To fix my damn self. Yeah. That's yeah. my only job on this planet. Earth. Which will benefit your partner. Yes, that's it. I am not perfect. You are not perfect. No. You are not, it's okay. Do your job. I'll do mine. Yes. And then collectively, here we are. So it's surrendering. We have to surrender. And then this fantasy versus reality thing, yeah. which I think you were segueing in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we as women specifically, I don't know about men. Mm. We fantasize about love since we're five years mm. old. Since we see the Disney man take us on the <laughs> Prince Charming. Yeah, yeah. You know, we fantasize. We have these fantasies. And yeah. I feel like some of us still have this fantasy. Mm. And I did. Sure. I still have like. Yeah. And I just discovered this with my therapy. Mm. And my therapist, she goes, Tisha, because you you have this fantasy of what you're what you want in love yeah. in a relationship. It's supposed to be this, this tug of war. Yeah. yeah. But in my head, it's like this tug of war, like this back and forth, but we still love each other in this fairy tale. No, mm. get back into reality. Yes. We're human beings. We're not the movies that we watch. You're not the notebook. Mm. <laughs> You're not love and basketball. By the way, those are my two favorite love movies. Love and <laughs> like, basketball for sure. For yeah. Me too. For life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look at that love. Yeah. He treated her dirty. Yeah. They left. Yeah. You know, she went off, did her thing, then they come back. He leaves his wife to get back. Yeah. That's my favorite movie. Right. And then I see myself this tug of war in, with my relationships. No, that's right. not reality. It's a fantasy that we see. Yeah. And that's literally society has brought to us since we were born. You know, so we live in this fantasy yeah. and we can't. It's reality. We're human beings. Yeah. We all are imperfect humans trying to evolve yeah. and we all have so much self-work to do. So yeah. be in reality first with yourself. Okay. Who am I? How am I feeling? What do I need to work on? Like what Justin has done in his lifetime. Get there. Yeah. Because then you're in your reality. Right. And then you can be in reality with the person that you yeah. bring into your life. Yeah. And guess what? Uh, if I'm considering myself in reality... There's a lot of work that is still involved Hell in yeah. reality. Yes. I didn't like get married on October 18, 2019 and be like, cool, I'm done. Let me just kick back, nope. relax and enjoy the ride. No, that's actually when the work really mm. begins because now I've committed to Damn, you. Damn, it's a lot of work. I like I it. I said vows. Yeah. I'm a man of my word. Mm. I'm not just going to, you know, waste your time. More importantly, not waste my time. Yes. Let's do this. Let's, 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 wow. I rolled up my sleeves, put, you know, let's get to work. Yeah. So it doesn't, a lot of people think that like, you know, 
things should, for the most part in life, when it's worth having, should be effortless. Mm -hmm. But they're going to be bumps in the road, right? Just understand that and just understand, okay, this is what we have to do to get to the next. Try to stay in the present moment, et cetera. But when you're in, in the fog, as I call it, you're in a bad relationship. And the reality is, this is not the fantasy that you want. It's not. Okay. And <laughs> let it go. You have to figure out <laughs> should I stay mm-hmm. or should I go? Mm-hmm. Should I continue to try? Mm-hmm. Should I continue to ignore my inner circle? How many times have we done this where they're like, girl, he ain't the one for <laughs> you? And my boy's like, yo, Jay, bruh, come on, man. Yeah. I know you. I know what you want. <laughs> I know what you stand for. I know what you work so yeah. hard for, Leticia. He ain't it. Mm-hmm. But you're like, no, but. Yeah. They're going to do. And we just had this great talk and you just keep making up all these excuses because yes. you're in this fog. And here's something that I was given a piece of advice by uh, one of my brothers one time. Man, this, hit, this still <laughs> hits different. He said, if you don't know by now, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Let that marinate. If you don't know by now, if this is the person for you, you know. Yeah. Now this applies to everyone who's like in a two year plus relationship. You're two months in, you still, you, no one knows. Okay. Yeah. But like two years in moving forward, if you don't know by now, you know. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. If it no longer serves you, let it go. Yeah. Because the goal should be to grow together. The, first of all, the, the goal should be to constantly grow yes. and evolve, right? Yes. So you're going you're gonna to keep doing this. The goal is to do it on the same level, same playing field, and then eventually evolve and grow together. Mm-hmm. But if you grow apart, it's okay. It yeah. no longer serves you. It did when you were 25. Yes. But now you're 30. Yeah. You're totally, hopefully, you're a totally different man or woman. So let it go. It's easier said than done. Mm. But again, if you don't know by now, you know. If you know in your heart of hearts, I have tried everything and it still is not what I know I deserve and I know what he or she deserves, let it go. I've been there. Let it go. I've been that girl. <laughs> And letting go is one of the hardest things you have to do. Yes. In all aspects of life. Yes. Work, family, relationships, love. Like, it's hard. But once you trust yourself, once you understand, yeah. once you do the self-work, yeah. your intuition and women, we're blessed with it. Mm. It's you that are. first feeling we are blessed with it. We know, yes. but we let it go because we're like, now we can make this work. I want to make this me. Yeah. I don't quit. Like, I'm going to fight this shit till it's over. Oh, right. Like, I'm a, I like to win. I'm an athlete. Like, it's in my blood. Sure, competitive. Yes, but no, I knew it wasn't it. And you but can't force the issue. You can't force it. Forcing it's just going to cause even more heartache and pain on both ends. And resentment. Oof, the R word is the worst word. But look, we can, we can sum that part up maybe with this. As I have given many friends, male and female, you know, the best advice I can when they're going through it. And they're like, I don't know if I should stay. I don't know if I should go. And I don't deserve this. And I, I, I bring it to the basic principle, just plain and simple, yeah. simple and plain. And I say, what advice would you give your daughter or son who is going through what you're going through? Mm. And they're like, whoa. whoa mind blown whoa it's because so powerful. take that advice yes take that advice and honestly justin i also believe in letting things go and that you know cliche where if it comes back to you it's meant to be i believe in that i 100%. believe in that so much because sometimes i'm in a clouded position sometimes i am literally 
like a mess. Yeah. He can be going through it too. Yeah. He might not verbalize it to me, but I know him. Sure. You know, sometimes it's okay to take a break. It's okay to separate sometimes mm. because during that separation, you're going to know like, damn, that's my, that's, yeah. that's it. Like I yes. need that. Cause when you're in it, sometimes you're like, you can't, it's too much. The emotions, the feelings, the everything you're going through. Yeah. It's heightened. Right. Take a break sometimes. Breathe. Let each other go. Take a step back. Yes. And if it comes back, damn. It's meant to be. You know it's meant to be. And that's one thing I've learned this year. And mm. whew, it's a journey. Yeah. And it's hard. But yeah. you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it, first yeah. of all. And it's okay. You have to let it breathe. And during that time, mm. work on yourself. Focus mm. on yourself. Get yourself to that level. Yes. For you and only you. Yeah. Because that's when everything's going to come to you full circle the yes. way it should have been this entire time yes. you just got distracted yes and it's natural we all get distracted sure we, we, all, we all try to force the issue we all get distracted we all ignore our homie or yep. our home girl yep. or our mom or our sister yep. or whatever the case is but when you start to hit a wall in your relationship mm -hmm. right let me take it back to new edition real quick right sing with me if you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> sunny days right everybody <laughs> loves them Tell, Tell me, me baby. baby, can you stand mm. the rain? That's such a good song. Editors, throw some auto-tune on there. Do -do -do. Help your boy out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'll stick to my day job here. But the point is, sunny days, it's easy when everything's yeah. good. It when is. you're on vacation, you're it chilling is. out. As Kanye said, how are you going to be mad on vacation? Ah, like, literally. Enjoy the sunny days. However, when it hits the fan and the rainy day comes, I'm going to find out who I have mm -hmm. as, as my right or die. Mm -hmm. I'm my right hand woman, yeah. right? As my right hand man. Yes. Here's a little piece of advice um, that I don't know where all these books I read. I don't know yeah. where it came therapies. I don't know where it came from, but this is great. It was given to me and Shay. So maybe it was therapy. Mm -hmm. And uh, they said, when you guys are really good to so the sunny days, take some time and make individual lists, back to list, individual lists on how you need to communicate to your partner how you need communication to be given to you and what you receive. Mm -hmm. Make that list when everything is good. Because then when things are bad, you can revert back to this list and you're like, hey, you you told me, this this was your words, you said that when we're arguing to remind you of this. Mm. And now we know. Mm. You make the list in hindsight when everything's like cool, that. the sunny days. And when it's raining outside and it's, it's use that. messed up in your relationship, you're having a road bump, you're having a roadblock, you can take that list yes. out and you can say, hey, look, this is what we created you told me it's what works for you yes. i mentioned to you what i'm going to need from you let's figure it out together yes. and let's so, do it together again just just a little piece of advice another thing i want i want to give the people is um uh great quote this is uh john c maxwell one of the authors that, that i read he said uh most people change only when one or three things happen to them they heard enough that they have to change mm -hmm. they learn enough that they want to or they receive enough that they're able to. Mm. Your goal is to keep learning so that you want to change for the better every day. Now, for me personally, I was one, two, and three. Yeah. I was hurting so bad that I knew I wanted to change. Yeah, Once I, I started picking up the books, listening to podcasts, going to therapy, I now I found some solutions to my issues. I'm yes. like, oh, I want more. It's like when too. you're at the gym, you're working out, you're like, damn, I look good. Mm -hmm. I want more. And then the last one is when you receive enough that you're able to. I had all this knowledge, all these great advisors and mentors and, and role models in my life that now I received plenty enough to be like, 
Hi, Shay. My name's Justin. Nice to meet you. Right? So again, the goal is to try to be better every single day. Every there's single there's day. another thing too I'll give you. Um, <laughs> this is great. It says that everyone should expect to experience three to nine turning points or significant changes in your life. And it could be a transition uh, and happy experiences or unhappy. Uh, you lose your job. You get divorced. You have financial setbacks, health problems, death of loved ones, etc. But these turning points can provide perspective, yeah. which is the ability to view major changes within the large framework of your lifetime and let the healing power of time mm. prevail. By learning from your turning points, you can grow at a deeper level within your career and life. That's powerful. I know it's a lot and we can watch, you guys can watch it later, you can rewind it because I just hit you with some stuff. But again, to sum it up, there's three to nine significant moments in your life that those moments are going to be the ones that are the biggest lessons. Mm -hmm. Take your notes and notes and notes and just make sure what is in your control that you don't as much as you can repeat yes. um, that, that same mistake twice. And but, I think a key to that too is patience. Yes. Be patient. Something be I don't patient. have. patient. <laughs> I'm working on it now because Me I too. didn't have it in the past. Yeah. Be patient with your own journey. Be patient with your grief. Yeah. Be patient with your healing journey. Right. Be patient with your partner. Yeah. Be patient. It takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. Again. It, it, we didn't get here overnight. No. You know? No. It takes time. It really does. And the does. healing power of time. Yes. Let it prevail all. Let it make everything make yes. sense. Yes. And another thing I know I gave you this when we were talking about your ex, your most recent relationship, and mm -hmm. uh, Alina Baraz's album just came out. Oh, that's I, a good I hit album. you with that line. Yeah. And it says, look, it's not that you're asking the wrong things. You just may be asking the wrong person. Mm -hmm. That let shit that, hurt. Let that marry That shit hurt when he told me that. And I was like, man, but I don't want now. it to be, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay because it you're not asking too much. Right. What yeah. you want isn't too much. No, what you desire, you deserve. Yes. Yeah. Just asking the wrong person. And you're deserving of it. Right. You're, you're deserving of, of all of it. Which is perfect to talk about self-love oh self-love isn't selfish no let me repeat this self-love isn't selfish mm -mm. it's important yes it's not only important for you yes it's not only important for your partner if you have kids if you're homie your friends your family your it's important for everyone around you if you're going to bring people into your circle into your life the more you can love yourself Guess what? The more you can love everybody, everyone else benefits. It's not selfish. It's important. It's necessary. Can I just share <sighs> something with you? Because yes. I had a moment where, and I was dating someone, mm. I started loving myself and I started having these boundaries. I mean, there was the beginning of me like setting boundaries and feeling good about yeah, things. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go home. And he, he would always get mad when I would go home. And I'm like, why does he get, I have to go love home on me. Home to I, Massachusetts? No, like to my own place. Oh, got it. Okay. Because we didn't live together. Yeah. So go home to my own place. I just needed to get me together. Like I need to listen to my music. I needed to journal. I needed to my own space. Do you. Yeah. Just for like a day. Right. Maybe two. Sure. And he would always get angry. And he had like a moment where he was like, oh my God, you're teaching me so much. I said, what? Because we argued because I left. I'm like, dude, this is, I just want to go home. I just <laughs> yeah, got to write. Like, I just need my own peace right now. He was yeah, like, yeah. I've never been taught how to love myself. I've never seen self-love. Mm. I never experienced what that means. And I know love as being selfless. 
I, I, you know, there were so many things that this person admitted to me in this short time. You know, he was like, I'm just manipulated that situation for you to, to love me, to feel yeah. loved. And I was like, wow. And it was like this golden moment that him and I had. And I was like, wow, this is like amazing. And then he was like, I never was taught self-love. Most aren't. We aren't. And I personally wasn't either. Yeah. I learned from my past experience of sure. losing myself and breaking sure. literally into pieces that I had to love myself yeah. so I could love him. Mm. So now looking back, I'm like, damn, he didn't love himself. So how the hell is he going to love me? <laughs> he can't. He literally can't. He cannot bless his heart. He, he can can't. only love me as much as he's he he's aware of what he's seen, what he's witnessed. Like, but like he was able to learn that, right. you know, like from me. And good for him. it's not selfish. Yes. Good for him for not so staying for mad him. at you. No. Finally go home and then not yeah. taking anything from it. He literally was like, damn, like you're, you're teaching me. And he thanked me. And it's I amazing. was like, we had this really special moment. Yeah. And I was like, love yourself. Like, I want you to love yourself so much. Sure. So we can get deeper. So we can yeah. better communicate. So we can literally love harder so we yeah. can be more intimate together on together. deeper levels yeah right. like right let me tell you man and woman you want somebody that loves themselves mm. first i'm only attracting i only want a man in my life that loves himself preach so he can love me preach so he knows what it is and mm. i mean unfortunately a lot of us weren't loved the right way growing up we yeah. never saw it growing up right. and it's tough and yeah. it's hard and when you are at this point you're like holy shit it's okay yeah now you can learn yeah now you can learn it's not selfish no it's important it's, it's necessary yes to keep relationships yes and to to love fully and unapologetically you know you said something when when he mentioned that he was never taught yeah self-love here's the thing <laughs> a little play on words self-love is oftentimes self-taught Yes. But you don't know unless you know, I need to go home. I need to play this record. Yes. <laughs> I need to do this face mask. Yes. I need to eat this breakfast, yes. this lunch, this dinner. I need to work out at this time. You know what works for you. Mm -hmm. And it's up to people to just accept that. Don't yes. take it personally. No. I'm not leaving you because of you. I'm leaving you because of me. Yes. In turn, it will benefit you. Just wait. You got to grow to miss someone. Mm -hmm. You have to you have to leave the house to miss yes, that person. You do. A lot of people don't understand that. They take it personally. They look at it as selfish. You're, you're selfish. Yeah. It's like, guess yeah. what? With my self-care and self-love, you damn right. Mm -hmm. And the sooner you can be selfish with that department, the better for me. For us. For us. Yes. And especially long-term. That's sustainability. That's sustainability. Damn, that's that forever. <sighs> But you gotta you gotta create that blueprint yes, of what does self first of all you know for people ask yourself what does self love mean to me because mm -hmm. it's different for everybody yeah, it's it very totally subjective is. what does self care look like for me and how often do I need to do both yep. and then communicate that to your partner mm -hmm. you know I used to uh, when the beaches were open and stuff I would run at the beach uh, every Sunday at noon and Shay knew that was my time when football's on Shay knows Sunday is for a lot of people, it's the Lord's Day. It's the Lord's Day for me too. <laughs> but when church is over, it's football day mm -hmm. for Justin. And she knows that. When she does her thing with her girls or whatever the hell she needs to do. Yes. I don't care if she sits in front of a wall and stares at it. If it's going to help you, it's going to help me. That's respect. And I'm all for it. And you're going to respect their boundaries. You're yes. going to respect that. Yes. And love that about them. Yes. And not make them feel bad for wanting to do these things. Yes. Here That's growth. That's evolution. And here's the thing too, uh, for people who are uh, very selfless. As Shay is, and she was here, yes. she'd, she'd admit it. 
uh, one of my other therapists told me one time, he said, people who are selfless, they can be so selfless that they actually become selfish mm. with their selflessness. Ooh. I'm going to repeat that for the people in the back. If you are extremely selfless, you can be so much, in fact, that you actually become selfish with your, no, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Take the time for yourself. Don't say no to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Don't, I can't butcher this. Yes. Don't say yes to me if that means saying no to you. Yes. Don't say yes to someone else yes. if that means saying no to yourself. Yes. Don't. What? No. How is that the answer, Sway? That is not the equation. I used no. to be extremely selfless. I know that mm. feeling. Mm. I know how it feels to feel selfless. And then you just start molding. Yes. And you start losing yourself. And you know why? Selfless. Think about the word selfless. Yeah. No sense of self. That's right. what it derives to me. And in the past, mm. guess what? I had no sense of self. Preach. I literally had no sense of self. And yeah. then I was like, yo, I got to find me. Yeah. And this is going to, it's going to take for the rest of my life. And I'm yeah. willing to change this journey. Be patient. It's literally, I'm back in school and it's about me. It's mm. this curriculum hey. of self. And sign me up for those classes. Forever, every day. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the forever class I'll always take. Right. And yeah. stay in it. And you know, uh, it's not wrong to love yourself. No, it's important. It's necessary. It's necessary, as you said, yeah. too. So as we wrap up this uh, I told you guys, relationship hacks. And they were coming. You're single for a reason, but hopefully not for long. <laughs> it's a um, choice, too. Being single is a choice. Exactly. Exactly. That. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for clarifying mm-hmm. that. Um, as we wrap up, I, I would love to ask you, what, what do you want people to take away from this episode, this conversation? And more importantly, what do you, what do you really think people will be able to relate to? I mean, we said a lot. We talked about a lot. Yes. Um, yeah. What do you think? You know, one thing that I think we all need to relate to is that we are all human. You know, our exteriors are all different. Um, we look different, we act different, but our interiors are all the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're literally all this, we all feel, we all, we all have internal, the same internal system. Yes. So honestly, learn yourself Take responsibility for self. Yeah. Stop blaming the other person. Start taking responsibility for every part of you that hasn't healed yet. Take responsibility for every person you might have hurt. Take responsibility for not knowing, damn, I'm projecting on my partner right now. It's okay. Yeah. Surrender. Let your ego go and just... If anything, out of this talk, I, I wish that you can relate to the fact that we're always a work in progress, mm. you and me, mm. and be okay with that and embrace that. We are not perfect. Mm. Perfection does not exist. Right. And it's okay. Be okay with not being okay. And that's okay. Yes. <laughs> and know that we all have work to do, and we're all yeah. a work. Justin and I sitting here, we're only here because of work that we've done and that we're still doing. For sure. I'm still having mind-blowing moments, and I'm yeah. okay with it. Same. I was a selfless girl. I used, I broke. I had heartbreak. I'm just getting over some. I've been depressed. I've been that girl. I've been cheating on. I've been like, we've all been there. Yeah. And there's no shame in it. It's a part of the journey. It's a part of my life. It's a part of your life. It's a part of our life. Yeah. If I can just piggyback off of, off of some of that again and 
just lastly, as I said, as part of the journey, as I mentioned earlier with Kobe, giving that advice to his daughters. Yes. The journey is the most beautiful thing of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm 80 something years old, laid up and I can't really do much, yeah. I'm going to be reflecting about yeah. everything. Right. And my biggest fear in life is regret. Mm. I don't want to have the regret of, you know, could you imagine if I kept taking the same me into a new relationship, expecting new results? <laughs> yeah. I would regret that to this. I'd be single. Yeah. I'd be alone. That'd mm-hmm. be terrible. Um, mm-hmm. You know, another thing I want to make sure people remember too is that time alone is essential for self-improvement. Yes. Again, you said essential. Yes. Be selfish with your time. Be selfish with your self-love, your mm-hmm. self-care. Uh, make sure you're aware of Mr. and Mrs. Manipulator, right? Catch them before they catch you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you, I want, and I guess mainly for men, you know, I want you guys to understand that, you know, uh, it's, I, I guess I went against the grain for a second, you know, as, as far as you know, men don't talk about their feelings, mm-hmm. men don't express their feelings. Yes. You just ignore it and you man up and you, you figure go, it out. Yeah. I got this. I'm going to, yep. I'm going to force the issue. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. Thank God I had my epiphany, my, my. Uh, my my one of you know yes. those nine experiences where they're life changing. Mm-hmm. Thank God, and and I thank God for my last ex. I'm so appreciative of her now. Mm-hmm. I, I forgive her. I forgive myself because I learned so much. And in fact, now I know in hindsight that whole relationship was just grooming me yes. to become a groom. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. On my wedding day. I love you know? that. And, and now here I am. I'm a married man. This was this was a. Uh, uh, a bucket list thing for me, but more yeah. importantly, it was just, uh, I knew at, at a certain point in time that I had to be the one in my lineage of family, my mm. history of my family to break the chain. Yes. I am not going to mistreat women. Come on Ooh. now. I'm not going to mistreat women. Mm. I am not going to keep pointing the finger. I'm not going to stick in this stubborn mm-hmm. way. And it's not me, it's mm-hmm. you. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, you know, not be the father that I always wanted yes. as a kid. I'm going to be everything and more to my daughter now and to my future kids. So for the guys out there, you're, you're, you're just stuck on stuck and you're stuck on stubborn. Yo, let it go <laughs> one day at a time. One Take your time. time. Be patient. Take this episode as a sign. That yes. you guys, men and women, needed to hear this today. This was your wake-up call. This was the universe bringing us together as yes. the universe brought us together yes. to give you this message that hopefully it's better late than never that you can start making these necessary changes. Yes. And I just want to say one thing too. Trust yeah. yourself. Yes. When you're healing and when you're growing, yeah. there's many times where you're like asking of other people. Yeah. You know, and the, the more you grow and evolve the less I have to call my girlfriends and be like, yo, hey, do you think this, the more, the less I'm worrying about what other people think. Yes. So trust yourself and trust your journey because it's going to be a beautiful one. I'm going to add to that and then we'll get into the rapid uh, yeah. fire questions, which is the funnest part, I think. Um, you know, something I uh, I got from Jada Pinkett, uh, not about this uh, <laughs> August I'll see stuff, <laughs> but, but, you know, the Red, t- Red Table Talk episode. And um, she said, we humans do such a poor job, especially today, um, in this day and age of just silencing the noise. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to listen to your gut and your intuition when you have all these voices and all Literally. of these distractions around you? Sometimes just sitting in silence, whether it's meditating, whether you go for a walk and you just zone out and you let your intuition and your gut do its magic and mm-hmm. do its work, what it's designed and, and intended to do for you, just be open and just listen. You will get 
all the right messages. You will get all the answers to all of your questions. Mm -hmm. Just be silent, yeah. listen, and then when you do hear that, be open-minded and say, okay, I'm gonna try this. Right. So again, um, just wanna add to that too. So let's get into That's it. That's magic. Uh, okay, rapid fire. Okay, let's do it. These are uh, questions that Letitia has no idea about. Yeah, she no was clue. not prepped on. You're gonna get the raw, authentic, real answer. And uh, here we go. Question number one, who is or was your role model? My mom. Okay. My mom was my role model. Now, I... So I mean, she's not so much anymore? My mom, as the older I've become, the more I've evolved. Yeah, sure. I've, Oprah's always been my girl. <laughs> All my passwords have Oprah somehow in it. There you so go. I would say my mother when I was young, but it's okay. evolved to Oprah. Oprah now, okay. Yeah. What does your dream life look like? My dream life looks like a life traveling, mm. a life on a beach near water, near ocean, with a beautiful husband with at minimum three kids. <laughs> okay. Um, and happiness and peace and simple, simple things. Yeah. Man, don't you wish you could just go back to the, when times were just simple as yeah. a kid? I look at my daughter, she's 12, and this this free spirit, this, this you know, happy-go-lucky, carefree. I'm like, oh, I hate being an adult sometimes. It's just simple at times. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I love so your answer true. to that. Uh, okay, so what was one situation or experience that you would consider life-changing? Again, as I said, everyone goes between three and nine in their lifetime. So if you can recall one. I think losing my grandfather just recently, um, yeah. there was the first time I, in my adulthood, I lost somebody that I've loved so much, but I took care of him in hospice until the last day he died. Mm. So I watched this six, three strong man crumble in front of me mm. every single day. I saw him delusional. I saw him on meds and I saw him just breaking and falling. Yeah. And it, it showed me life it yeah. showed me how the strongest things can break it showed yeah. me that we all have really bad trauma we sure. are all we're not all we're not we're we're human mortal. We're, <laughs> we're all going to die yeah, yeah we literally will all die sure and it was life-changing it, it changed my whole mindset about living yeah. and loving sure. and death yeah and not taking things for granted nothing for granted accepting what you can accept sometimes yes. but then controlling what's in your control mm -hmm. uh that's deep you know i can only imagine you seeing this real life superhero yeah for lack of a better term be helpless helpless you know but uh as i'm sure you often reflect on your amazing memories i'm mm -hmm. sure you guys had in the times yeah, the and, uh, and you always have those mm -hmm. which is amazing two more questions to go uh this next question is a selfish question for okay. me uh, when I ask you because it's actually uh, it's a question for my daughter. You know, as as a man, I can only do so much for a woman, mm -hmm. uh, and there's going to be a lot of qu uh, uh, questions I'm asked. I don't have answers to. So um, selfishly, I want to ask you on behalf of my daughter: What advice would you give your teenager self? I love this question. Mm -hmm. I would tell that young girl, you are so powerful just the way you are you are beautiful just the way you are you do not have to change how you look 
You don't have to change how you feel. You don't have to make yourself small. You don't have to literally dim your light. I've dimmed my light since a child. I dimmed my light in sports. I always made myself smaller. I was always beautiful exterior and I was always judged so I would change my looks. Sure. No. Mm. You're not made. You're made to be you powerfully you. And you have to have yourself surrounded by people that honor you for that. Yeah. Because there were many times in my life where I was surrounded by people who didn't honor me. So why would I honor myself? Sure. I didn't honor myself to begin with. Sure. But I would, I would tell that girl, you are literally this incredible specimen just the way you are. Yeah. Don't let anybody dim your light. Yeah. Use your voice too. Please mm. never lose your voice. Mm. I'm a big advocate for, yes. for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, would, I would say that. I appreciate that. You know, some, we actually had a talk last night. Uh, she's gotten into YouTube and mm-hmm. um, she's got a little channel and she does some videos and uh, and she played, she edited it and everything, you know, obviously yeah. my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I watched it and it was, it was great. It was so dope and it was like professionally done. It was all mm-hmm. good. And I said, uh, I said, mama, it's great. You, know, you did a good job. And, and I let some time go, hour or two goes by and she's getting ready to go to bed. And I said, you know, I have some more feedback for you on your episode. She's like, oh, okay. I said, I think you dimmed your light a little bit. Mm. I think you you made yourself small yeah. in, in a way. How you are with me and Shay and your mom and your stepdad and your friends and your family. I didn't really see that little girl come out mm. uh, you know, in front of the camera. I said, maybe because you thought there was a camera recording you, which there was obviously, but I want you to know comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Don't ever try to compare yourself to someone else. Yes. Everyone has to start off at some point in your little YouTube career. Yes, Everyone is beautiful in their own unique way. Mm-hmm own it yes and if it's not if someone can't accept that it's not for them Mm-mm. don't worry about that it's so it's so so about. uh so ironic that you gave that advice yeah. today last question what does Letitia admire most about Letitia you know it's so crazy in therapy I learned I'm very tough on myself yeah um but I admire my resilience mm. I've broken many times. I've cried many times. I suffer with depression. Yeah. Um, functional depression. Okay. Because I can, do I can thing. still do everything. But yeah, when yeah. I'm home, I'm fucking like I some some mornings it used to take me really long time to get out of bed. Sure. I'm resilient, yeah. and that's one thing that I fucking love about myself. Great. Like, I can own my bad. Shit. Yeah. And I know that I'm going to stand up the next day. I don't know how I'm going to do it some days, but I'm going to do it. Right. And I'm going to work my ass off until I do it. I'm yeah. going to reach out to who I need to reach out to to yeah. get there. Yeah. I'm resilient as fuck. I appreciate you sharing that, you know, as, as someone watching this, as they see how beautiful you are and, and how put together you are, they may think, oh, she doesn't go through what I go through or she has no problems. And, you know, she's in la la land. But. I want people because they do the same thing for me. I'm yeah. like, word, you should have seen yeah. me yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, rock bottom yes. for a second. So, you know, I'm glad and I appreciate you opening up that side mm-hmm. of things. Um, so we're almost done. I want to ask you, uh, what's next for you? What's next? Because I know you got something in, in the in the yeah. pot brewing. We do. We do. So I'm taking Girl We Got This to another level. So okay. we're creating a pl- platform. It's called girlwegotthis.co. Mm. And... It's literally a movement of women 
coming together in our most vulnerable states, Love using it. our voices, helping each other. Girl, We Got This was created because life is better with a sister. I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for other women around me, hearing their stories, learning from them, seeing how they've done things, seeing them break yeah. and how they got back up. I learned resilience from my mother, like from my friends. Right. So girlwegotthis.co is literally gonna encapsulate all of that and we're gonna create this bomb ass sisterhood and do sister circles and yeah. just be raw and honest and be like, yo, this is us. Yeah, I You might it. think this is me, but no, this is really who the hell I am. Peel now let's help each other. Let's get better together because, you know, we're better together. Yeah. Like, and we're all sisters here. We're all brothers and sisters For on this sure. planet Earth. Yeah. So let's 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 unite. So life is hard, but it's really hard when you try to go at it alone. Yes, girl, we got this. Dot co. So I, I'm we're in it together. Yeah, I'm so stoked where can about people it. find you? Uh, podcast. Where yes. can they listen? Instagram. What's going on? Yes. So my Instagram is at Leticia and my podcast is on every podcast platform. It's Girl, We Got This. Yep. That's my jam. And if you guys have curly hair, <laughs> trustforus.com. That's where I sell my hats. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's where you can find me. I'll make sure I write it all out. <laughs> yeah. Can, uh, I appreciate people can that, find it. Uh Last but not least, mm -hmm. and I want to end with this. Uh, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you. Uh, oftentimes, you know, life's busy, even during during COVID and quarantine, we're still busy. We put a lot on our plate and we just get caught up in the mix of things. But I want to take a moment to uh, acknowledge and appreciate you. You know, you. I, I opened with saying how grateful and appreciative I am of what you've done for me. I probably would not be where I am today if it weren't for you with this podcast. Mm -hmm. You've been very um, generous with your time and with your knowledge. But I also commend you on your resilience and and how you just don't give up mm -hmm. I, I mean i've i've seen you go through some stuff mm -hmm. um, i've heard it in your voice you know but then time goes by and, and oftentimes it's not a long time i'm like damn like she's back she's back yeah you know so like true. you know your title of your podcast and your your company that you're forming is girl we got this mm -hmm. if you don't got this how does that look yes so again, I, I appreciate and I commend and acknowledge you, you for your resilience, your um, ability to even if you get knocked up, mm -hmm. you get back up, mm -hmm. right? It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. Yes. So we need more like you. Thank uh, you. This has been a, um, a long time coming. I was really looking forward yeah. to having you wherever, however it was, mm -hmm. uh, because this again is me kind of paying homage to you, yeah. you know, so I appreciate you. I, this is going to help out a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I want to say something to before you close. Yeah. Thank you for seeing me. Yeah. I think one of the innate things that all of us humans really want is to be seen. Yeah. And for me as a woman, uh, as a woman that ha is a beautiful woman, sometimes I'm just seen as that. And yeah. there's so much more deeper. And when we met, like you seen me, like who I was. Yeah. And that doesn't come often. Mm. So I appreciate you for seeing me, like mm. me and all of me. And yeah. For this opportunity to help all these people yeah you're, you're gonna mean, kill it i'm yeah. so proud of you thank you so much and uh again i wouldn't be here if it weren't for you so Got again you. guys if this helps you in any kind of way please feel free to share it rewind it take your notes do whatever yes. you have to do take our years of experience and trial and error into an hour and change of an episode and hopefully you don't have to make the same uh mistakes that uh you know we had to make but luckily yeah. we're here and able to talk about them mm -hmm. and turn them into lessons so thank you so much again for being Always. here i appreciate it and uh i can't wait to do this again yeah i'm proud of you <laughs> thank you this is awesome thank you
what's up guys wow i cannot believe that that was my first episode on a podcast listen when i tell you that i never thought that this day would come i am not exaggerating this is not for the cameras or for the microphones this is just a true feeling that i just want to express and uh Man, I am I am just so grateful and so honored that you guys took the time to take the time and listen and, and or watch. This idea came to me about two years ago um, after <laughs> countless hours on the phone trying to help out friends and family with whatever they were going through in their life. And then also once I got old enough to be vulnerable and in tune with my feelings and you know, truly felt like I had a lot to say and you know, going through a lot that I went through in my life, I was like, man, like I think I have something here and so here we are and again you know it's just my, my whole goal in all of this is just to help people I want people to understand that you're not alone you know oftentimes when I was growing up I felt just that that I was alone that no one could relate to what I was going through hence this the title of the show who can relate right um, that actually came <laughs> pretty pretty easy to me unlike everything else all right so I want to get back into the show notes um, for this episode Man, we covered a lot. You know, Letitia is such an amazing human being. Um, she's just as beautiful on the inside as she is on the, on the outside. And she has so much experience with relationships. And every time we got together, we would just trade stories back and forth. And, uh, and we were like, man, like we need to get on the podcast and, and we, need to, we need to talk all this out. Some of the key things that really stood out to me that I, I really want to make it a point to reiterate is, you know, when things happen to you, whether it's it's you get broken up with or you fall out of love, just understand that those feelings that you're feeling and those experiences that have happened to you are happening for you and not to you. I used to so many times take all of my what I consider losses and failures in my relationships and consider them just that and just kind of shove them under the rug and keep it moving. And then after doing so much work and self-interventions, I understood that, you know, those losses are lessons and I can learn from those. I remember having a great conversation with my therapist uh, back in, actually it was February 2017, I can be very specific with you. You know, I was just expressing to him that my, my frustration in my relationship at the time and, you know, I just became single again and I was like, I'm 30, I, I want to be in a relationship. And he said, you know, Justin, your, your main problem is, is you have a very hard time being full-on committed into the relationship not so much with infidelity just like giving it your all and he said you know you tend to just have one foot out the door and a lot of things that you do in life because you're so scared to be vulnerable and risk the chance of getting hurt or you know learning some hard lessons and man did that hit me different it's still to this day um really takes me back to that moment because he was so right another piece of advice that he gave me was, was so great and he said you have to look at situations like that as a win-win. Let's say worst case scenario in your scenario, you break up with the person, they break up with you, you get your heart broken. He said, but guess what? You're gonna learn so much during that experience and all the lessons that you're gonna be able to take away from that are gonna be so valuable for the right relationship for your future. And man, was he correct in that because my very next relationship was my wife. And as I said in the episode, if it weren't for my ex and many of my past relationships, I would not be the husband that I am today to my wife. And I'm so grateful for that. The other case scenario that he gave me was, he said, then look at it like this. You commit, you just go all in, and then you have a successful relationship that will lead to marriage. So either way, it's a win-win. And I know that that sounds like common sense, but for me at that time, it was like, 
such a, a, a mind-blowing experience and a revelation that I truly cherish, and, and I'll never forget that. Another thing that I really wanted to touch on that was so powerful, the quote that says, we repeat what we don't repair. There's so many stories I can give you guys about me taking the same me with no repair work, with no check-in, with no self-evaluation into a new relationship and thinking that I was going to get a new result. And that's just not in, in a romantic relationship. That was also in a friendship as well, in a work relationship. If we continue to take the same broken or, or flawed or stubborn or ignorant or too prideful or ego trip if we continue to take that same person into a new situation or keep it in the same situation, we're never going to repair the vicious cycle of patterns that continue to happen to us. Let's try to do the work. It's okay to take that hard look in the mirror. In fact, that's going to be the greatest moment of your life when you look in the mirror because you're going to see all that you have to work on to become as beautiful and to live up to the, all the potential that you have in life. You know, a lot of times, um, especially men, come to me and they ask me, what does it take to be in a successful relationship? And, you know, did you have parents that showed you the way? Did you have role models that showed you the way? And, and, I, and I always tell them the truth. One, with my parents, not so much. <laughs> um, if anything, they kind of showed me what not to do, uh, which was great because I still managed to grab some lessons from their mistakes. And then when it comes to role models, absolutely. You know, I, I'm a visual person. So if I can see someone have a successful relationship, let alone marriage, I'm going to try to do my very best to emulate that. One of my really good friends told me a long time ago um, when I found out that him and his wife go to uh, marital therapy. And I was like, you guys go to marriage therapy? Like, you guys are the best couple that I know. And he hit me with this. He said, look, man, I'm trying to maintain the best relationship that you know. I'm not trying to go to marital therapy when it's too late. I'm trying to go now so we have the tools to maintain our success. And that really stuck with me because it showed me that, you know, with anything else in life, if it's worth having, it's not going to come easy. You have to continue to put the work in just because you find your partner and you think that this is it. It doesn't mean you just kick back and relax. That's when the true work really sets in. You really have to dig deep um, in order to maintain all that you have worked so hard to accomplish and achieve. And the other thing I always tell my, my friends is that, look, books help, man. Podcasts, they definitely help, which is why I'm trying to create this. Those book recommendations that I gave, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, um, The Five Love Languages for Men, men, I truly, truly encourage you guys to take that on. And then also the book Attached. I remember when I read the book Attached, I was single. And, and I remember thinking like, man, this is like the Bible of relationships. Like I felt like I had the life hack. I couldn't wait to go on dates. I was going to like speed date because I felt like I, I knew exactly who I was and what I wanted. And more importantly, I knew exactly what I didn't want. And that was just such a, a huge moment for me and, and, and a great piece of education that I still carry today. Another, you know, really important topic that I brought up during this episode was when my wife felt like she wasn't enough for me and she wasn't good enough for me. Man, that, that broke my heart, you know, after a few times when she, she told me that. And I'm like, okay, what is it going to take for me to prove to her that she is? And again, after that therapy session, that revelation that I had, I'll never forget that. And if you guys watch even more episodes and listen to more episodes, you probably will hear me reflect back on that moment with my therapist. Because that, to me, at least was just such an aha moment, that light bulb of only you can complete you. There are so many distractions in life and so many materialistic things that you can buy and you cannot continue to fill voids of people. Only you 
can do that for yourself. Only you can make yourself happy. Only you can love yourself the way that you know you can. And guess what? When you have all those answers and you figured out the perfect self-love formula, just watch how beautiful your relationships will blossom. And not just romantic relationships, partnerships in, in, in business, friendships, family relationships, etc. Especially if you have kids. Oh, talk about a life hack. You know, another thing that we really went in on was dating when you're in a construction. You know, Letitia shared some some intimate, you know, stories, personal experiences where when she dated her last guy, you know, she was under construction. She was very clear about that and voiced it to her guy. But obviously, you know, it, it didn't work out. But, you know, the lesson that she took from that and, and which was beautiful is not everybody can hold space for you while, while you're under construction. And guess what? They're not entitled to that. They don't necessarily deserve that. That's for you. That's for you to fine tune and improve to get to the point that you want to be in a relationship as a woman or as a man. And so just keep that in mind. You know, if you're under construction, and you meet someone, you're like, oh, I'm not really sure this is the right time. I encourage you guys to do two things. Number one is be honest with that person that you're considering spending that time with and, and starting a relationship with. And as a matter of fact, that's exactly what happened with me and my wife. When I met her, I was like, oh, no, like this is the right girl at the wrong time but I was very open and honest and transparent with her and letting her know I'm under construction I, I'm definitely going to be you know worth the wait but I just want to let you know it may take me a little longer than maybe you're you're wanting it to take and the other piece of advice I would give is just be selfish with that time you know if you're under construction and you know that you're not necessarily going to have the, the right relationship that you want and, and, the, and the best relationship that you know you can have if you're under that construction. So just be really selfish with that time and fine tune it, especially if you're single. Oh, that is like the perfect time to really dive in and dig deep and figure out what you don't want. Figure out your deal breakers, figure out your hard nose, take all those lessons from your past relationships and make sure that you do not repeat them. The goal is to attract Mr. Right. The goal is to attract Mrs. Right, not Mr. and Mrs. Repeat. Let's fix it once and for all. I know we can do it. And last but not least, I want to give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to Letitia for coming on and blessing this podcast and blessing your ears with some incredible advice and incredible knowledge on all things dating and all things relationship. Again, I, I, it's a huge tribute to her as to why I'm even a podcast host, which is still so crazy to say. But I want you guys to make sure you, you check her out. So she's got a podcast, Girl, We Got This. And she also has a website for girlwegotthis.co. She's such a crazy entrepreneur. She has a hat company, Tress, for us. I'll make sure I leave all that information and her Instagram account on the show notes below. So make sure you guys show her some love. And um, yeah, can't wait for more to come because she definitely will be on the episodes to follow. All right, guys, I'm getting out of here. Thank you so, so, so much for all the love, all the support. You guys have been so kind to me, whether it's via Instagram DMs, comments, um, just text messages, phone calls. Um, I, I, I feel so loved and so supported. And for someone whose love languages um, are high at the forefront and my number one love language is words of affirmation, you guys have no idea what this does for me and for, for my mental and for my 
overall just support system and, and, and such a huge blessing and, and i'm so 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 grateful thank you so much for tuning in i'm so excited for what's to come you guys are just going to be blown away with the stories and the interviews that i have and uh, i'm so excited to help you guys out please leave a review rate this if you feel like this hit different for you guys and if you feel like you really learned some stuff i would love to hear what your experience was and i want to know if how much or if anything if you guys could relate to what we talked about and if you know someone who's going through some some troubles whether they're single or they're in a relationship and you feel like this could really help them please share it with them all right guys i'm getting out of here thank you so much i will see you guys next week sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details